Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions Steve Dosh, Rinko Levers. All right, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Woo! That, and then the applause just stops abruptly. Like people all of a sudden, James, they all of a sudden regret their decision to participate and applaud. It's like waking up from a bad dream. <laughs> just, you don't want to be there. <laughs> and yet, like Freddy Krueger, we've crossed over into reality. you got to ask your parents about Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I, I, I actually am familiar with that reference, believe it or not. They've remade that movie only about 7,000 times. <laughs> I'm right there with you. It's not remakes. It's, they, they continue on in the series is what it is. I aspire in my life to get to the point where I can just make something mediocre but marketable <laughs> so I can just keep making sequels, you know? Kind of like this podcast. Yeah, like we get well, to, like, episode 700 or so, uh, just phoning in, and people are like, but it's 700, you gotta listen. Yes, and welcome to Wrong and Wronger. And that's where you are, everybody. Wrong and Wronger, uh, the podcast where the exploding unicorn, James Breakwell, and I argue about topics that probably won't move the needle on your life a whole lot, but everybody secretly harbors a, a little bit of uh, uh, agitation, is your word, but a little bit of venom on their side of the argument. Yes. <laughs> Was that my cue to yeah, jump no. in? James. I'm not agitated yet. you got to give me a topic. I'm just, I'm just, just going with the flow here. James is the life of any party that includes zombies. That's all I can say about James. Just awesome. What, pray tell, what will be the topic today as soon as we get done clearing the table and saying something nice about each other? What will we be arguing about? After we get done saying something nice, which will be a challenge, as always, we are going to argue about which is better, cakes or pies. Cake or pie, and at least my Twitter followers know that there is a correct answer to that question. It's similar to the question, should you put ketchup on steak? There is a correct answer to that. So the coin toss is going to be critical to my survival in this argument, because I'm going to have to possibly turncoat Benedict Arnold this one, and that'll just feel gross. I, I don't know if you can do it. I don't know if you have enough integrity to follow the rules for an extended period of time. I don't think you can do it. Well, fortunately, it's just one little flick of the thumb and the coin is airborne. So I will say something nice about James Breakwell, <clears throat> and I have to write these down because it's through grit teeth that I usually say these, but James, and uh, I had to call around a little bit to find former classmates of his in college because as soon as he left, they burned the thing to the ground. But James... Actual <laughs> <Cool> statement. <laughs> He wore a fedora during his entire sophomore year in college because he heard it made him look more gangsta. And uh, growing up on the mean streets of Indiana, that is a town, he had to be more gangsta just to try to get a little power in his life, a little game, a little swagger. It even even had a, a feather in the, in the fedora. It was it was pretty intimidating, which I'm sure is why no one would talk to me that entire year. I'm sure that's why <laughs> people were just scared of how tough I looked. Sure. And then when I took off the fedora, people still didn't talk to me. So I think it just it was it was a permanent lesson they had learned. So sure. thank you, fedora, for 100 percent of the street cred that I have today. <laughs> wow. All right. Cool. 
Now you, I, I have something. I have something real to say today. I went and listened to your other podcast, oh. your lesser podcast, the commute, the one that doesn't have me on there all the time. <laughs> and and the listeners might not know this, but that's how we that's how we had our first podcast experience together. You that had me true. as a guest. I did. So I went and checked out your account over there the other day. Yeah. And uh, I, I was able to look at the numbers, and I saw that your featured podcast, the one podcast that you put up as the shining example yeah. to show the world is the time that I was a guest on there. Uh, we had that, a good time. It, we did, and I was apparently the greatest person ever to set foot in that podcast. So I want to <sighs> congratulate you on having such a good taste and character and for elevating me to that status. <laughs> Thank you for believing in me. That shines well on you. There, there's kind of a bubble floating out here, and I've got a pin in my hand. <laughs> and I, I don't know if I'm going to do it, but it, maybe, maybe it's because you were the guest that I was so good on that podcast and that I set it up as an example to anyone that wants to hear, if you want like a real host, this is the guy you got to hire. This, uh, I was, I was like the, the blimp lifting off and you were the anchor, but I was just flying so high with so much lift. I, I, I lifted you off the ground with great difficulty. <laughs> and then you I are, yelled, you are welcome, my friend. Oh, you are welcome. Humanity. Yeah. <laughs> you got to ask your great, great grandparents about that reference. That was like 1912. I think two tragedies. I think the Titanic and the Hindenburg both happened in the same year, if I'm not mistaken. You know, we have a, a, a website that could easily give us the answer. <laughs> I'm not going to look. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> well, I'm way too old to understand this whole computer thing. All right. But let's get into cake versus pie. And uh, I, I'm not sure if you have an opinion on this, but I think you're secretly hoping that you get the side I typically argue. I still have my Guam quarter. Would you like me to be the flipper? Well, okay, I have a, I have a question, yeah. though. If, yeah. if, if things and current events come to pass, if Guam gets nuked, will we continue with the Guam quarter, or will we retire it out of respect? Respect, hell. Territory? This is going to be an investment for me, is what it is. <laughs> this is my was- retirement account. The most valuable quarter ever, the last surviving Guam quarter. All right, let's say let's say heads up is cake for me and tails up is pie for me. All right, and uh, I will say that this is going to be legit. I will not cheat fate here. All right, Guam quarter is launched. It is on the floor, and I have lost it. All right, here we go. You had one job. One job. <laughs> it went under my chair. You know how it is when you return home from a long trip and you just peel your pants off and do a podcast? Why? Why every podcast must you mention that? I'm ch- I'm just saying. Like That's the frame of mind and state of affairs over here at Journey 2 Studio. James, I hate to report this, but you have tails, and that means you are pie. Is this, um, am I allowed to ask if this is how you wanted it to turn out, or is this, <laughs> is this the disgrace... Uh... Yeah, that you were afraid of. Yeah, no, this is really great. I'm very happy. Is, I'm delighted. I can, see, I can hear the enthusiasm in your voice. I'm like Marshawn right. Lynch. I'm just not going to talk to the press about this. <laughs> well, that's all right because I'm not super thrilled with this either. I was, but you know what? I, I'm wow. Take, this this will be the wow. right position because I'm going to argue it, uh, and that's just how <laughs> it's going to be. And since and since you're basically comatose over there on the other <laughs> side of the desk, I'm just going to jump in. And talk about why pie is so great. Oh. Okay. Pie is great because oh. you've got two food groups. You've got your fruit and you've got your dessert put together. It's practically a health food. And you've got like a billion varieties. It's kind of like a, like a soup or a chili. You can just throw anything in there, 
put a put a pie crust on it, add some sugar, toss it in the oven, and you have something delicious that everyone will like. I mean, there's a reason they say American is apple pie. It's not American as chocolate cake. It's not American as carrot cake. It's Amer- you know, American is pie. Also, there are no bad types of pie. Like there are legitimately bad types of cake. Like the aforementioned <laughs> carrot cake. Like even rabbits won't eat carrot cake. Carrot cake is you eat is what you make when you're on a diet. So you have a choice between eating nothing or eating something so terrible it makes you want to throw up. That's the purpose of carrot cake. I don't know how you can possibly defend cake being better. I'm telling you, carrot cake, I love carrot cake. You put some of that buttery white frosting on top of carrot cake, and it's delectable. If you make it right, it's moist and it melts in your mouth. It's like liquid cake is what carrot cake is. And I will even, I will even, I thought you were going to go here, but apparently uh, your research team let you down on this one, that people diss fruitcake all the time at Christmas. I happen to enjoy fruitcake because fruitcake has the one element that you said makes pie stand out above the rest, which is it has fruit in it. It's got your fruits in a dessert, and it's a nice sugary kind of fruit. Just delectable. Cake. Cake. I'm going to say that cake has pie in it. Because you can put fruit in cake. You get like a nice black forest cake. It's got cherries just woven in to that tapestry of dessert that you've got. You think cherry pie is good. You take a cherry pie, shove it turducken style into a German chocolate cake, and now you've got black forest. You can have pineapple upside down cake. you got pineapple in it. You can have anything in a cake. A bunt cake has pudding in it, just like pie might. Cake is fantastic, and we don't have wedding pie. We have wedding cake. We don't have birthday pie. We have birthday cake. And I'm sure there have been movements throughout the centuries to create birthday pie and wedding pie. But take a look at the results. Let's just let the data roll in. The results? You're talking about the 50% divorce rate? Yeah. Good job, cake. (laughs) Thanks for nothing. Maybe if we had if we had wedding pie, we'd still have some people married in this country. <laughs> some you know, people, it, wait a minute. Yeah, we're is, too. Why insane. are we late to the party on this one? Yeah, I, you you didn't. I mean, I, I proposed having a you know a, a wedding pie at my wedding, but like all my other ideas for the wedding, it was promptly shot down. But you know, now we're now we're we're seeing the folly of that. If we uh, <laughs> if we had had uh, you know a wedding pie instead of a wedding cake, we'd probably have eight kids right now instead of four. You know, wow. it just what a treat that would be. <laughs> wedding pie was just it would just intensify the love. Obviously, you can't you cannot go wrong with pie. And, and you talk about putting fruit in cake. There are some yeah. places that fruit does not belong. What uh, pineapple does not belong on a pizza. Fruit does not belong in cake. Like there oh, is a reason. Fruit cake is the universal punchline. No, like when, yes, that's why it's the joke about it being constantly passed around. Like it gets passed around a million times until it ends up with you. Like you might be eating all of the fruit cake in America, <laughs> and even then, I still think you're lying. I don't think you've ever had fruit cake in your life. I don't think anyone's ever had fruit cake in their life. Your your black forest cake with cherries has like a couple cherries in there. Not even the point. That is nothing like cherry pie, which takes fruit, which is not that great in its own, but combines it with the pie crust and makes it absolutely amazing. And let's talk a minute about pumpkin pie. I thought pumpkin pie was the greatest human achievement out there. It's 
delicious top to bottom with a great texture and great color. And you can put whipped cream on that. But then, then I discovered sweet potato pie, (laughs) which is like, it's like pumpkin pie on steroids. Like, I don't know how they can taste so close together, being completely different foods. But yet somehow it's superior in every way. Like, you take the best thing you could eat and then you double it and make it twice as good. Cake has no similar experience. It's just a letdown. Cake is all the good things in life. Milk, flour, sugar, potato pie, pumpkin pie. Why are we taking these starches and making pie out of it? Are we going to have, like, rutabaga pie? Are we going to have eggs? Yes, it's delicious. That is a, that is a real... No, I'm thinking, oh, I'm thinking of... thinking rhubarb is what you're thinking. I'm not, but I'm not entirely sure what a rutabaga is. My, my vegetable <laughs> knowledge is somewhat lacking. <laughs> We're guessing it's somewhere in the asparagus family. I like how you rush to its defense and then immediately disown any knowledge. To, sometimes you have to do a strategic retreat, okay? I'm not a zealot here. I'm, I'm a reasonable man making poignant arguments. Speaking oh. of retreat, your wife walked past the door when you said, we need eight kids, and she burst into tears. But <laughs> cake, and by the way, you should like cake because there's a such thing as devil's food cake. And if anybody can relate to that and want a thumbs-up variation of cake, that's the one that we would go after. What, you just are we worshiping Satan now? Is that where we're going with cake? He makes just... a damn good pie. General Zhao makes a damn good chicken, and I'm not sure he was a good guy either. Is there there's a devil's pie now too? You're just you're just no. making up food left and right here. Is there an angel's food pie? No. Is there's an angel's, angel's food cake. And what do you? You put? know what? The last oh, time what? I got. How are you going to diss angel's food cake? Okay, I used to enjoy angel food cake. I gave it a chance. It was one of my favorite cakes. And then I went to the grocery store, and I got angel food cake covered in frosting. I thought, this is amazing. We've taken something (laughs) incredible and made it better. And the next day, I have never thrown up so much in my life. (laughs) Now, was it directly related to the angel food cake? I don't have proof. I didn't call on a team of scientists. All I can say is now when I see angel food cake covered in frosting, I physically cringe. Okay, I've been there. I gave it a chance like a scholar, and I, I got the results. Was it causation? Was it correlation? I don't know. <laughs> All I, I know would... is I can't have another piece ever again. That vomit smelled of Bud Light is my guess. It, it did not. You don't mix angel food cake with Bud Light. You can mix pie with butt, with beer, though. Pie goes with <laughs> anything. Again, being the American food. Have you ever had apple pie and ice cream and beer? Uh, I mean, not poured in there, but on the side, the can being separate because we're not monsters. <laughs> Ever tried such a thing? Incredible. I, I can't imagine. Angel's food cake, by the way, you got to put fruit on it. There's strawberry shortcake. It has the word strawberry right in the title, and you can't tell me there's a, a, a no place for strawberries in that. You know what? Strawberry shortcake is not a, it's not a cake that many people eat. Also, it is an incredibly annoying children's cartoon, which, you know, having four <laughs> girls, I'm, I am also aware of this. It just, it, it has bad connotations topped at that bottom. But name me a bad TV show based on a pie. You can't, okay? It's not, it's not out there ruining other mm. spheres. Like, pie is pie. It knows what it does, and it does it better than anything else out there. Well, unfortunately, I'm going to have to give you the last word on that one. We're 14 and a half minutes in, and we've got to draw this to a conclusion. And the conclusion is, once again, you've, you've lost, what, your eighth podcast in a row? <laughs> this, is getting, this is getting sad. I don't, I don't know how you, you, you sleep with yourself at night. I've got a very different score sheet in front of me, but... 
Next week, we will do all of this over again, and I think you will walk away with your tail between your legs and go talk to your wife about those next four children. We didn't have the wedding pie, Steve. We went over this. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Well, until next week, Steve will leave us for James Breakwell saying, follow us on Twitter. Breakwell is at Exploding Unicorn, and all of you know that because I think everybody on Earth follows him, liberals and Democrats alike. At the Exploding Unicorn with an X, no E on the front of that one. Follow him on Facebook, too. You can like his Facebook page, and Exploding Unicorn is spelled the way Webster defined it, E-X. You can follow me. You probably would rather follow me, frankly. I'm at Steve Olivas on Twitter. Steve is spelled with a V, and if you want an explanation why, shoot James a direct message. He loves those. I'm probably on Facebook. I can't remember if that account is active or not, so just eke it over to the Twitter side. Next week, what are we going to be talking about, James? Absolutely no idea. That's the way we roll, baby. Until next week, Steve Olivas for James Breakwell saying thanks for listening, everybody. 